My name is Ty Brady, the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing and the Ty Brady Way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Today we have Jared Briggs with us. Welcome to the show, Jared. Tell me a little bit about your history, your background, family, kind of where you're from, and answer that for me, will you please? Okay. So I grew up in a little tiny town called Manelli, Utah. A lot of people don't know where it is. It's actually by the Flaming Gorge Reservoir, so a lot of people know where that is. Yeah. Uh, so a little tiny town. I like to tell people that my graduating class in high school was actually 16 people. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of people are like, that's pretty small. It's way small. Almost as big as my family. No? Yeah. <laughs> no, most families in Utah are bigger than yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, so a little tiny town. Grew up a lot in agriculture. My mom and dad both work a lot in agriculture, and so we had a cattle ranch growing up. And my my brother and I did a lot of 4-H and sports and a lot of those things. So I'm really close with my family and spent a lot of time with them, did a lot of things with them. But agriculture, business, a lot of those things is what I spent a lot of my time in doing today. So, How about your family? So, like my family now. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a wife. She is... I uh, just graduated from Utah State, and we just had a little girl in March. Congratulations. Yeah. So I got five, so I know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. She actually turned six months old today. Yeah. So that's fun. And my wife, she just graduated at Utah State with her master's degree in animal nutrition. So like I said, agriculture is a big part of what we do. She yeah. does a lot with cattle, uh, nutrition, um, balancing rations, their feed and stuff. So, so, so you went from agriculture to uh, being an entrepreneur. How would you get in the industry you're currently in? That's a good question. A lot of people ask me that. Growing up, I always knew I didn't really have a huge desire for like college or a career. And I'd look at people that had businesses and they lived a little bit different lifestyle. I'm like, man, what is it that they do? So I've throughout my life, I've pursued a lot of how could I create the lifestyle that I want. The big thing that I found is business, being an entrepreneur, taking control of my life. So I really just knew that I wanted to be a business owner, didn't know what I wanted to be a business owner in. And I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so I served a mission, and both my mission presidents were actually in the insurance industry. Oh, wow. And both very successful. And I didn't get to spend a ton of time with them, but learned a lot from them as they were speaking and training. And and I'm like, they have a difference about them. I, I like the lifestyle that they've created. Piqued my interest, but I really didn't know that that's what I was going to do. Didn't know I was going to get in the industry. Came home, got married, and ran into a friend that is in the industry still today. Started talking with him and seeing the opportunity and was looking for a different job. So I said, what the heck? Let's let's do it. it. And uh, so I started March of 2017. So coming up on four years that I got in the insurance industry. And and it's been great. It's been that long? Four years? It's been four years. I remember when we did some ride-alongs. You picked my brain and you're like, Ty, what about this? What about that? Oh, yeah. And, I'd give you as much knowledge as I could and and enjoyed those times. I love going in the field with agents, and I love spending time just training and teaching and training. Yeah. So what would you tell a new agent that is looking to get in the industry or, you know, what's some advice you would give somebody? If I could give anybody, like, real solid advice that's really helped me is – it takes time. Like it's not going to happen immediately. A lot of people want things to happen right now. Instant gratification, right? I mean, I'm four years into this and I still got a ton of growth that I can, can get into. One thing that I've really focused on though, and I feel like it's helped me is I've worked focused on my natural market. 
a lot of people think when you get in the industry, you just got to go crazy and blast out there. Um, but what I really focus on doing still today is just telling everybody I know what I do. And I just never gave up. My wife, she was great support in the sense of she's like, hey, I know this is going to take time. Actually, kind of funny, the first year I was in it, she would come to me. She's like, hey, I thought people made money doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so too, you know? Yeah. But uh, like everybody told me that had been in it for a little while. They're like, you just got to make it to year five. You got to make it to year three or whatever. And I actually, you know, it got good for me within a couple of years. So just hold it out, but then just tell everybody what you do. And not in the sense of, hey, can I serve you? Just, hey, if you know anybody that is looking for help in this way, this is what I do. Yeah. And they might need, not need help with that, but they're going to have a conversation a week down the road. And somebody's gonna be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to go into Medicare. We don't know what to do. Hey, I actually just talked with someone the other day that does that. Let me get in contact with them. So that's been a huge factor in getting me to where I am today is just telling people what I do. And then I join a lot of groups like marketing groups or volunteer or I'll sponsor some little activity. Yeah. And I'll just volunteer my time or they're like, hey, we're looking for $200 to put this program on. And I'll do that. But I'll say, hey, I'd like to donate, but can I also come help? And then that way I'm getting to meet people. Sure. So that's. You know, a lot of people, everybody has that network. Everybody has that market. Everybody knows three to 500 people. Yeah. You know, if you let them know what you do and then serve and really have the desire to help people, like it, it grows fast. That is such a great tip. I remember my wife saying the same thing when she'd see those $13 checks deposited and <laughs> yeah. she would be like, yeah, okay. But so, you know, she stuck it out. Yeah. And then those $13 add up and those $13 become $100, $100 become $1,000 and so on. And they just, they, they compound from there. Yep. You know, some really, really great tips and insight. So where do you see, you've said you've been in it four years. Mm -hmm. Where do you see it going in the next five years? So if you hang out with me for very much, I'm a pretty ambitious person. I've got some pretty big goals and dreams that I want to accomplish. And I've realized in the last year that I'm not enough to do to accomplish that. And so I'm actually in the process of building a team right now. A little over a year ago, I hired an assistant. She actually works from home. And she does like all the data entry, you know, she'll text clients like, hey, did you get your cards? Have you got the information that you're supposed to get? Send out birthday cards, a lot of that. So that's allowed me to spend some more time on the things that I'm good at and actual selling, right? Yeah. But what I'm working on right now is finding other agents that are just getting into the industry or been in the industry and they're struggling a little bit because it's a struggle, like everybody knows. They don't have the right coach, right? Yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have the right, right coach. Yeah, right mentor. Yeah, and so I've got one guy right now. We're partnering together. I'm bringing him into my business, Blue Clover Insurance, and he's going to take over a few things that I'm not specialized in. He is. And then the next step is to find another agent that's really good at health insurance and Medicare. And I, I want to build a team. You know, I, I think three of us could really reach a lot of people and help a lot of people and uh, grow to more of what I see and vision. I'm not, I can't do it by myself. So that's the vision for the next couple of years is to grow it and eventually sell off portions of my business that I've built and then give them some skin in the game as well. You know, there is no sole entrepreneur. Exactly. You know, they, they had somebody help them. And one of the things I've learned is that if it's something that I'm, it's not my expertise. It takes me, yeah, I could learn it. Yeah, I can figure it out, but is my time worth it? Yeah. Or am I better utilized over here, like you said? Am I better utilized out selling, better utilized out networking or serving or creating that opportunity? And the other tip you gave is talk where your feet are. Yeah. You know, tell people who you are. It's interesting to me. I've been in it 11 and a half years now. How many people forget what I do or they don't necessarily understand what I do? Yeah. And they're like, but everybody knows somebody 
who is of the demographic that we can serve. Yeah. And it's out there. What about a success story with a client or maybe something that comes to mind you'd like to share to the audience here? I have a... How I started is... Actually, Ty, you gave me this advice is let everybody know. And so I just started printing business cards, flyers, anything I could get my hands on and posting it and plastering it everywhere. And... Out by the Flaming Gorge, there's a little town called Dutch John. It's actually right on the Green River. It's that little tiny, tiny, tiny town, even smaller than Manila. And I went up there to the post office and I put it like a 60-cent flyer. Literally, it was just a picture of me, what I do, and that was it. Well, about a year ago, I had somebody call me from that flyer saying, hey, my husband needs health insurance. Wow. I was like, okay. So I helped him with health insurance. Well, while I was talking to his wife, who called me, I said, what do you do for insurance? You know, most time it's a couple things. She's like, well, I'm on Medicare. I'm a little bit older than my husband. And I said, well, does anybody help you? And she's like, no, I just figured it out on my own. I said, hey, I'd be more than happy to help you with that. And so she turned everything over to me. Well, then it wasn't a couple weeks later. I got a call from someone in Roosevelt, Utah that said, hey, you helped so-and-so. Can you help me with health insurance? Then they told somebody else I helped them with health insurance. They told somebody else I helped them with Medicare. They told somebody else. It's literally gone to like eight referrals now. And one lady that I was helping actually posted this on my social media. She texted me and said, hey, thank you so much for your help. It's good to know there's good people out there and not saying that I'm like the best person ever. But it was so cool to see that I I helped her in an area that she'd been really stressed about. And she just said, hey, thank you so much. I'm glad there's people out there that, that really do help people and help them understand. And I'm just like, holy cow, that's what it's about, you know? Absolutely. But that one flyer, I've gained right around 10 clients now from a 60-cent flyer. I like to, uh, my core value is impact, service, you know, value. The, you're valuable as an agent. You can make an impact and you do it through service. Yeah. And that is so true. Just the, the little thing. So you thought flyer's been there for four years? It's probably two and a half years. It's been Amazing. There. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. I, I don't know if I told you a story about, I call uh, an agent of mine, he's the kiosk king. He gives out about a thousand business cards every year. Yeah, in a kiosk. It's the cheapest it, marketing yeah, ever. Exactly. Hands them out like candy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gives them away. Well, one last thing. Anything else you'd like to share before closing out the show? The audience here. This will be shared on your social media platforms as well as mine. Anything else you'd like to share? One thing I that just come to my mind is when I was getting started, it was it was tougher. It wasn't really tough in the sense of going out and finding clients. It was tough in the sense of the learning curve, understanding how everything works together. And uh, there's people out there like myself, like Ty, that are more than willing to help. Um, I noticed for, for myself, the biggest things that's affected me is a coach. That's A coach is a fast track to getting to where you want to go. That's a big reason why I'm creating a coaching company right now. Um, but the big thing is, like Ty, just yourself, when I was first getting started and working on figuring it out, I would find problems. I'd reach out to you and you'd be like, you need to do this, this, and this. And then I'd go do it and find more problems. And then I found enough of them. I got to the point where I'm like, hey, I can handle this myself. So if you're looking to get into the industry, find somebody that's doing what you want to do and living and being where you want to be and ask them for help. And I would be amazed if they don't help you because I've found that successful people and people that are living good lives want to help other people accomplish the same thing. Leaders equal leaders. Exactly. And I had a mentor. Um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without a mentor. Mm-hmm. And they do want to help. Oh, big time. And whatever industry you're in. Yep. I mean, it could be 
XYZ company, it doesn't matter, but there's somebody out there that's been down that road, help you get from point A to point B a little quicker. Yeah. I Abs- still call you on questions. Yeah. Like I'll run into something. I'm like, ah, I got to call Ty. There's sometimes yeah. like, you know, got to get some research. Yeah. Got to do some research, but yeah. that's what it's about. It's about helping people because the idea is, is that you're able to make that impact. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask. I've been in appointments with people, didn't know how to help them. I was like, Hey, I'm going to reach out to some people that have been in the industry longer. And those people said, I went with you because you were humble enough to ask somebody else. You didn't, oh, I know everything. Thought I was being weak. You know, I thought I was being vulnerable at that time. But they're like, no, we appreciated that. You didn't understand something, so you sought out the... So never be afraid to be like, hey, I don't fully understand this. Can I get back with you? Like, that's not a problem. I get people say, I feel like I'm bothering you. And I'm like, no, you're not bothering me. I would rather you make that phone call rather than spend hours and hours trying to figure it out. Or... Miss an opportunity because the lack of not knowing. Yeah. I mean, the idea is, is that I know when somebody calls me, they usually have a problem that I can help them solve. Not only that, but then they solve the problem for somebody else. Yeah. And because people reach out just because they have a problem. Exactly. I mean, they, the people don't give up their health insurance. They just don't. Yeah. So yeah. They, they'll spend their last dollar to stay alive one more day. Yeah. I want them to utilize the program. Insurance is bound to, to pay what it's supposed to pay based on the policy. I'm not wanting to do anything but help them. Yeah. Jared, I do have one more question for you that you can help clear up here at the audience. People traditionally think the way to make money is to go from high school, go get a degree in whatever field they're looking to go and do. And I didn't know this till now, but you don't have a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you tell people that are out there maybe like, do I get a degree? Do I not get a degree? And, or all the naysayers out there, it's not possible unless you get a degree. There's a lot of people that are probably like, you're going to fail because you didn't do it the traditional way. Give me some insight on that, will you please? Yeah, of course. So in high school, I really struggled in school big time. I had a 2.0 because that's what I had to have to play basketball. I, I love basketball, and so I, I worked hard enough to get that 2.0 so I could play basketball. There's actually a time in high school they did this little activity. So they had booths all over in this room, and the whole high school, which my high school is pretty small, right? So yeah, there's 16. There's like, there like 100 yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> so they had booths. This booth was your house payment. This booth was your car payment. This booth was your insurance, right? And they gave us a fake checkbook, and we had to go around like we were living a real life. You know, they were trying to teach us, you know, how to pay bills, how to budget, how to budget, how to be responsible, which was a good thing, right? Like, I appreciate that. But they gave you a salary based on your GPA. And I remember, because my GPA barely 2.0, right? I remember my income, like, wasn't even 40,000 a year. And I remember I was furious. Like, I was so mad. I went home and I told my mom, I was like, forget that, you know? So then I go on my mission, everything like that. And I on my mission, I'm like, I, I got to go to college. Like that's the next step. So I just kept thinking that, but I'm like, oh, I want to be a business owner. So I come home, I go to one semester of college. Funny story. I did not have a good enough GPA or ACT score to go to college. I took the ACT four times to finally get a 17. Wow. Worked my butt off to get that 17 and went to my first semester of school and actually got better grades because at this point I'm driven at okay. this point. I know what I want. Right. So I'm driven. I'm like, okay, this is the next step. So I get A's in all my classes. I do better in that semester than I did my whole high school career and did that. Then I moved to Logan, married my wife, 
and went to another semester of school. And I would be sitting in school thinking of business ideas. You know, I'm in a ge- geography class, math class, all of these things. And I'm like, I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking of business. So then all of a sudden the bell rings or whatever happens in college. And I'm like, I didn't pay attention because I was taking down notes of business ideas or things that I could do. And, and I finally just got to the point. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like there, I'm not learning anything here that's going to make me successful in business. So I remember it was about halfway through the semester. I went to my wife and I said, I'm done. I, I'm I'm done with college. It's it's not serving me. And she's like, okay. So and your I, wife's a college graduate. She has a master's degree. Wow. She is so good at school. We actually paid nothing for her six year degree. Wow. She accomplished a master's degree in a year and a half, which normally takes two years. So she actually made so much money through scholarships. We went on a cruise with extra scholarship money. So like we're totally two ends of the spectrum, right? Amazing. Totally two ends of the spectrum. But she totally supported me. And so I literally, at the end of the semester, when you have your finals exams and stuff, I knew I was done. And I walked into the math. I did like three problems that I knew how to do, put my name on it. I walked out and I said, I'm never coming back. And I failed the math class. I still have a 3.86, though, in college. So that's pretty good, right? That's, that's almost double. <laughs> almost double. Uh, I yeah, know, right? Yeah, good job. So, but I just knew. And I, I didn't have a business going. I didn't have nothing going. I just knew that college wasn't going to serve me. I knew it wasn't going to teach me anything to be successful in business. And so I just walked away. I'm a very stubborn person. Ask any of my family. I'm very stubborn. And when I get something on my mind and I'm like, I'm going to do this, I just don't let anybody tell me that it's not possible. And I'm, I'll have hiccups. They'll, they'll still say that. They'll, they'll still, still say yeah, oh, it. But you're going to be like, hey, yeah. you know, move on. But you want to know something interesting. I was actually doing, our office does some insurance for the school district up in Cache County. And I was sitting there thinking about that program where we had to go through and pay our bills and all that. And I wasn't even making 40000 I sat there and thought, and I'm like, holy crap. In the insurance industry, I've made more in three weeks than they told me I'd make in a year. Wow. Because I was just like, I don't, I don't believe in what they said. I, my GPA is not going to make me successful. That paper is not going to make me successful. A lot of people think, oh, if I get a college degree, I'll be successful. That doesn't guarantee nothing. There's a lot of people have college degrees that are making peanuts compared to what they should be or yeah. can't even get a job. Exactly. Or they have a degree and they're, they're flipping burgers. Exactly. I mean, that's okay. Nothing wrong about flipping burgers, but they're not doing what they were intended to do. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have ever listened to Steve Harvey, but he talks a lot about this, that college literally won't serve you. It, like my wife, it has. Right. Yeah. She knew what she wanted. She wants to be a county extension agent and work in the industry of cattle and livestock and agriculture. So a master's degree will serve her. Sure. So that, you know, doctors, it'll serve them. Lawyers, it'll serve them. So if, if there's something you want to do that does take college, of course, work your butt off and go get it done. Yeah. But Steve Harvey talks about all of us. We've we've been given a dream and that dream's from God. I believe in God. If you, you know, whatever you believe in, that dream's been given to you. That's right. Not to anybody else. Yeah. So someone else isn't going to understand it, but that dream has been given to you. Maybe college serves that, but maybe it doesn't. So I think in our world today, especially my generation, I'm 27 years old, I'm way young, and college is not serving a lot of kids. I, Our nanny, actually, for our little girl when my wife goes to work, she we were talking the other day, and she's like, she loves dance. And she's like, I would love to own a dance studio. And I'm like, well, why don't you do it? And she's like, well... I just, I need to go to college and get a business degree. I'm like, what are you talking about? Wow. I said, I have a business. I have no degree and I'm working on a second business and I have no degree. I said, anything you want to learn, you can literally learn in hours on YouTube or Google. 
literally YouTube and Google has changed a lot of my business. You know, coaches like yourself, yeah. Ty, or other people, I pay for coaching programs. But then if I don't know something about accounting or about business or about marketing or anything, I'll just go search it on Google or YouTube and receive the answers. Something that kids pay thousands of dollars and spend a semester, I'll learn in an hour. And it's literally served me clear to this point. And I'm 27 years old, you know, yeah. and I've got the world ahead of me. If you don't mind sharing, we talk about five years, you know, yeah. five years to $100,000 in residual income. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I've had agents where, you know, it's been 1000 2000 4006 um, Do you mind sharing a little bit of information on the residual income and the power of that and what you've done the last four years? Residual income is incredible. What's his name? Warren Buffett. If any of you know who Warren Buffett, he has a quote that says, if you can't figure out how to make money while you're sleeping, you'll work yourself to death. It's something along those lines. And residual income, a lot of the reason why insurance caught my attention, for one, my mission presidents piqued that interest. But then I started talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, you get residual income. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I like that. It gives you the ability to not relax a little bit, but security. So my wife and I, like, she knows that as I go out and work and as I grow the business, that's going to serve us for a long time. Sure. You know, last Friday, I didn't work any. I took the whole day off and my wife and I left to go hang out with family and it didn't affect my paycheck at all. And we wouldn't have any fun. So that residual income can grow and build. Um, a lot of people say, you know, stay in the business for five years. If you can make it five years, it's 100% true. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll hit four years this year and I'm already yeah, this is good. But I worked for it. I right. it yeah. you know? So five years, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's doubled every year for a lot of agents over yeah. there. So, uh, well, keep up the hard work. I appreciate you being on the show today and sharing that little bit of insight. Thank you. Thank you. For all of you out there, subscribe to the Ty Brady Way and Brady Insurance Marketing. They're all three platforms that I'm on. Feel free to subscribe. Send this to your friends, your family, your loved ones, and have a great day. Thank you. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email the Ty Brady Way at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.